Yo, check this out, man. We're about to sit down and jam with Dondonera, man. This guy, this is this is probably one of the funnest podcasts we've ever had. Funnest, is that a word? I honestly cannot remember. This is one of the most fun I've ever had doing a podcast. <laughs> Talked about so many things, man. This guy is killing it. He's been in the music industry for 25 years. And um, if you're an independent artist, man, a solo artist, this episode's rocking, you know, Pay attention to extra, pay extra close attention, man. The, the whole thing's funny as fuck, and it's amazing. Great insights. Pay extra attention when Daenerys talking about that you can't focus on anything unless you have good music. And then once you have good music, understanding to keep your dignity and not sell your soul away. That's the most important thing, especially in business, man, because... People are ruthless. So, man, understanding that, you know, there's so many ways we can go about this. At the end of the day, you have to be the master of our actions and not the slave to our emotions. Stick around, man. Kick back, have a beer, grab a cigar, grab a cigarette, enjoy a sunset, and uh, enjoy the next 25 minutes. So here's the question. Yeah, right, I might go on. How are these young entrepreneurs who haven't obtained any inheritance and are entirely self-taught, carving a legacy and living that life. And mate, we're talking purebred entrepreneurs here. The ones that have a vision, the ones that have a passion, and the ones that want to make an impact on this world to get that respect that they deserve. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. But honestly, mate, keeping shit as simple as one, two, three is the key. My name is, in fact, Benji Copeland, and this is The Power of Three. Yo, 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 what is going on, Gorilla family? Man, this episode's uh, off the charts, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, just quickly, mate, before we get in, if you aren't already a part of the family on Facebook, go and check us out, man. The Power of Three, the name of the podcast. Just search that in the Facebook bar. Go to the group section, man. Click join on the group. And then, dude, once you're in there, there's so many things that we can talk about. Bro, this group is... um, Yeah, go to the units tab. And check out the announcement tabs as well. And just have a scroll. Get to know people, man. You know, that's that's why we created it. To get to know you guys. Um, where we get to know everyone on a personal level. You know, again, we're a big fucking... The family. The gorilla family. We're at almost at 200 members, man. Growing pretty quickly, bro. Um, you know, once we reach 1,000, everyone's getting a little gift. <coughs> Damn, that was a, a voice crack and a half, man. I need to go to the, the ocean, mate. I need to go to the beach after this. And... uh have a soak anyway <coughs> yeah bro go and check out the facebook group and you know if you do own a business you know you're a, a music producer a music artist or you know you own a health brand you're a health coach like a personal trainer or you know something along those lines um a life coach transformational coach trying to you know help people man and um First of all, check out that group, bro. There's some awesome resources about just streamlining your processes online, leveraging social media for your business. Um, but yeah, man, DM me, send me a private message on Facebook or, you know, on Instagram, Benji.Copeland. And yeah, man, we can get on the phone. But uh, yeah, man, get to know you and your business and just your life, man. At the end of the day, that's uh, that's what business is, you know, and really starting to move, you know, towards that with our clients and, and focusing on that because that's the most important thing, man. We need to have solid relationships with people 
Um, you don't want to do business with anyone you don't have a good relationship with. And um, yeah, that's one thing that I really, I'm, I'm glad that I'm really, really learning uh, at, at such a young age. So yeah, man, let's talk, see if you know we can do some business together, see what's going on, how to streamline your processes, your lead generation and, and client acquisition more importantly, you know, and uh, get unique, bro. You know, how do we put a twist on our business? Because at the end of the day, that's that's what we need to have. You know, we can follow something step by step all we want, but, you know, De Niro talks about this, mate, as well. Like, we need to have good music. We need to have a good... We need to, we need to have our own skill. You know, we need to do something in our own way. You know, good music, good content creation. You know, you're an amazing website builder. You're good on the, on the guitar. You know, you're good at, I don't know, programming or software development or something like that you know what i mean at the end of the day everyone has their own signature you know and um yeah man that's what we're gonna be talking about so without further ado let's kick that off right now with dinero yo dinero dude awesome to meet you what's going on what's up my brother how you doing man i'm well you know just out here living and working yeah well we're going through this crazy election right now supposedly i think biden's won but trump's complaining so we're kind of we're going through that political dilemma which you know we deal with a lot of you know, different uh, cultural things, but uh, music and hip hop uh, continues to go regardless. It's just it's therapy, man. It's therapy at the end of the day. The one thing we export in this country is culture. You know, is music the number one thing. You know, when you think United States, you think LeBron James, Jay Z. Ah, you don't really, you know. So that's kind of what you being in Australia and us having this interview, which is dope. Me being a Latino, Cuban American is understanding that in this country, everyone's from somewhere else. It's just that's the crazy thing about it. And we're all trying to get that piece of the dream of that American pie. But what we export to the world is culture. Man, and that's it. And sports. And that's it, you know, and on a much deeper level, at the end of the day, everyone's got their own culture. Everyone's got yes. their own individual personality, you know, and um, I think that's kind of the era that we're moving into. We're understanding that there's not, you know, five, 10, 15 different cultures, even, you know, you look at countries and things like that. It's like, at the end of the day, we're all one, we're just slightly different. And um, yeah, man, I mean, when, I mean, I, when I mention culture, I don't necessarily mean what we would say the difference between races. I mean, a culture here of uh, a lifestyle. You know, just, it's a lifestyle. It's, 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 it's constant work. It's everyone's, it's everyone's moving towards something. It's all about the money. That's what capitalism was about. So it's kind of like, you know, you're not really worried about what your next door neighbor's doing. You don't, you know, it's not that you don't have love and friendship. Everyone's just a go-getter. So, and then you look, you look to your right and this guy might be here 50 years. You look to your left, his family just showed up four months ago, right? So it's, it's a constant melting pot of uh, immigrants coming in and out of this country on a nonstop, regardless whether you're from Europe, South America, Canada, it doesn't matter. And that's kind of what I mean by the culture. It's, it's, it's a little bit, you know, but when we export to the world, what the world sees is basketball, football, music, and then, you know, a couple of riots here and there. But internally, we're, we're, uh, we're just trying to figure it all out, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, no, I love that. I mean, your man, your boy, um, Jamel actually got us in touch. Hey, um, yes. yeah, he recommended we do this. And I mean, man, it's awesome. Um, yeah, you want to just like introduce yourself, man, for anyone that doesn't know you. And uh, I mean, yeah. why are you so if passionate you about it, brother? If you don't know me, uh, my artist name is Don DeNero, um, Mr. Mr. Money for the Gringos, like I would say. But I, I've been in the music industry over 25 years. 
um, in 2002, I, I dropped my debut album that went double platinum. But the uh, interesting thing about that is that there was no, I did it all in Spanish. It was a Latin hip hop album, hip hop production with all Spanish lyrics. Um, I was an independent label, but I was able to, you know, by the grace of God, get the song on radio. And at that time it was all tropical music. There was no rappers, Latin rappers on radio. Um, and I was able to break that mold and with that success, I was able to reach top 20 Billboard uh, first album um, on tropical charts because they didn't have a Latin hip hop or Latin urban chart at the time. But that opened doors. You know, I didn't realize at the time that I was pioneering something. And that opened doors for the reggaeton movement. We brought Daddy Yankee, Tego, Don Omar. Uh, but the interesting thing is that even today, 20 years later, uh, what makes separates me from all those artists is that I, I own all my intellectual property. I own my own label. So I'm kind of like the Spanish Jay-Z in a weird way. At the moment, I have a production deal with Rock Nation. The building today at three, having a meeting for their Latin artists. So I've always been an exec who, uh, who happens to rap, you know, who happens to put out music. Um, and I've been independent my entire life in 2000 and at the, at the end of 2004, I was able to be the first Latin artist in history to secure what's called a joint venture. I actually did a, a deal where I signed myself to my own company, Don Dinero Music, and then I went out. And since Universal wanted the services of Don Dinero, I said, no worries. You just have to do business with the label that owns them. Well, who's the label that owns them? Well, it's me, Jose Guitian. Um, so I was able to understand the business, sign myself, then go out and do business for Don Dinero. And I did a joint venture never done before. Mark Anthony didn't have one. Ricky Martin, none of those artists ever had. They've always been signed directly to a label and the label owns the intellectual property. I was able to keep it, do 50-50 profit splits, only did a two album deal and, uh, and kept it moving. When the height of reggaeton was there, uh, they wasn't programming my music on radio, but that was okay. I continued to go to Central South America and, uh, and build bridges and, and ports and understand before the digital age hit, you know, my music was everywhere. And I think with uh, companies like Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and where now music is global, it's the first time in the industry that they've made money. And I think I'm able to do interviews with you, but my music is able to continue to go global. Um, and I've never stopped dropping albums in 2000. And uh, five years ago, I'd say about 2015, I became the president of the Latin division for Adventure Music, which was the first uh, digital platform to give distribution to independent artists before United Masters, DistroKid, and this whole wave of other things. That's incredible, and we man. Out in 150 cities, I toured, and we were preaching the gospel of independence. And, and if you understand numbers, in the United States alone, there are 22 million independent artists, and less than 1% will ever receive a major record deal from a label. So what do, the, what do the other 21,999,000 artists do? Do they give up on their dream? Well, platforms like CD Baby, TuneCore have arrived because they're tech guys. They understand there's a need in the market and they provide the service, but they're not really teaching artists what to do or so, how to really get it. Yeah, man. No, let's, let's go more into that. What would you, from your personal experience and your success, what would you recommend, you know, for anyone else out there that's trying to get into that 1%, the 1% of the 1%, man? <laughs> You don't want to be in that 1% because the ones that have record deals, you see them crying all day saying, I want out of my record deal. Prince wrote slave on his face. Yeah. What about, um, what about, what about the joint venture? Well, it's not really, it's about um, independence it comes down. We're in the music business and let's not get too much into the business. You have to have a fucking hit record. You know, you have to, I don't, excuse my French, that's the New York in me. But 
but you have to have a fucking hit record. It still comes down to music, right? When you think about all these great artists and you hear the story, what's the one common denominator? They all have great music. Yeah. So let's start there, right? You're not going anywhere. I don't care. You know, you're not getting signed. You're not getting recognized. You have to focus on music. And music comes from being creative, staying in the studio and putting in the work. The formula has never changed. The difference is you have access now, free access to get your music out into the world yeah, right. and create a switch using Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, and a ton of our Snapchat, uh, Thriller, uh, TikTok now, right? Which is the next biggest thing that has dropped on our oh, world. Oh, man, TikTok is huge. Yeah, but it's to marketing to us. A business guy, I'm like, F, when I came, when I started, I didn't have any of these things. I had to go physically meet a DJ, give him a record, spend money at the club. I can buy a DJ list and email him my song. I can buy a thousand DJs for a couple hundred bucks and I email a song to a thousand DJs and one little pressable button. Beep. Right? So it's incredible, the game is, yeah. I think artists have a lot more opportunities to be. Do you know what the two things an artist wants? And for that, he'll sign his life away? Money and fame? Nope. To be seen and heard. True. That's all he wants. He wants his videos and to the world to watch his videos and every radio station that plays music. Mm. For that, he'll sign his life away. Yeah, man. Because he's so, dealing with someone's dream, right? The dream of becoming that superstar or whatever. And that's kind of what catapults people into this. And then a few years later, they're like, well, this is too hard. And they end up doing other things. They might go into management. They might stay as an engineer. Right. Some guys double up and come in as engineers and they're recording their music, but they're, they're confident in their music. So, so everyone has a reason, but the one common denominator is still music. And the only way you're ever going to become successful is you have to make great music. Right. Amen, mate. Amen. No, that's, that's incredible. So we've talked like about, I guess in a way, like not even just not being able to, you know, not signing our soul away to an extent and, um, you know, keeping that dignity. So, I mean, you know, everyone, not everyone, but you know, a lot of people are going to be signing contracts. You know, you said you signed a joint venture and things like that, um, to sign yourself. And, you know, when you're looking for partners and, you know, other people to do business with, what's the most important thing to look for? You know, obviously, like, I mean, be selfish in a way, you know, and, and again, that line between use and abuse, I guess you could say. Right. What's the most important thing for you when you're getting into business with someone um, apart from, you know, just getting exposure to your music? Their word, you know, we can sign contracts all day. Do you know why you sign a contract? It's, it's just so like she... something to fall back on. Ah, when shit goes wrong, you yeah, can man. say, hey. That's yes. it, because your words are bond, man. You can sign a contract with a person who has no integrity, and I don't give a shit what you sign. They might not keep their word in you. So you have to make sure that people you're doing business with have some type of integrity right. and trust. They're going to honor that contract. But before we even get into signing contracts or doing business, if your music is, say you drop a, a, a lyric, say you drop a video, something, and you start having traction and numbers and people start calling you. The, the reason I was able to do a joint venture is because I knew what I wanted and what to ask for. You know, I tell all the artists that I, I help, I don't have an artist. I can't say, oh, that's my artist. Because the minute I put my, round, my hand around someone and I say, that's my artist, then you say, well, he owns his intellectual property and I'm actually raping and pillaging him. No. What I tell artists is I help them with their distributions and I consult them. And, and, and at the end of the day, it comes down to, um, you know, do you know what you want? Right. So I tell all my, one day out of the week, 
instead of going to the studio and dedicate maybe one, two, three, four hours and ask God or Google, which is the same thing. And you Google. <laughs> right, it, is, you go man. To, it fucking is, bro. That's one of the best <laughs> analogies I've ever heard. Listen, or you go to YouTube, right? And you type in publishing deals and they'll break down publishing deals and everything that you want to learn. So I would tell these young artists, educate yourself on the business because obviously you have passion for the music. But when they lose, do you know what the worst thing that happened to Little Wayne? He didn't know how to spend his money right. No, when he realized that little baby was robbing him because he signed a terrible deal. Oh, damn, I didn't even know about that. Remember, that was the thing that Wayne went through years back and he didn't want to be with Young Money anymore and he's out of there already. But he stopped creating music because he started focusing on the business and he realized I signed a terrible deal. I signed my life away. I don't own any masters. You see that going around all over right now. Kanye West is running on, I'm trying to get my masters back. So you have to understand that at the moment, they only wanted two things to be seen and heard. So they signed whatever was in front of them for that dream. They had an incredible amount of success. That means they might've created $300 million and they only collected 30. Who got the other 270 million? Now you might say, hey, they saved my life. I was in the ghetto. I had nothing. Now I'm worth 30 million. But when you sit back and you realize you don't own your masters, and before you even drop a record, you have to get a release from the label. And you're like, well, fuck, they own me. Yeah, bro. My likeness, intellectual property. There's two words you need to understand in this business. It's called intellectual property. And that's what you are. You're basically, the label is signing you, not for the records. If, if, you, if the label hears an artist with a dope record in the video, they don't want to sign him because of that dope record in the video only. They want to sign him for the next dope record and video he hasn't even he doesn't even know he's going to create yet yes amen, my your ideas it's your ideas intellectual property is who you are what's coming from your brain so the guy gets signed you give him twenty thirty thousand dollars up front a chain in the car he heads out to the club he's create chilling with his boys then he goes straight to the studio after the club and creates a record who owns that record now the label does that's what they want and that's the the business was predicated on raping and pillaging the artists so if an artist knows exactly what he wants, then he's in, he's in a, and he's, he has some momentum because his single's popping. He's got two, three, four hundred thousand views on, on YouTube. Now, if he knows what he wants, he's in a position to negotiate and say, you know, and, and that's what I do. Jamal's the same one. I've been uh, uh, educating and empowering him to understand the music business because he just got offered a record deal. And I was like, you sign that, then you exclusively to them. We can't even record a record unless they say, okay. Damn. Yeah, no, that's, bro, that's, that's what business is, man. It's, it's about leverage, I guess. Um, no, that's incredible, man. So what, like, I mean, I kind of, I, wanna... I, I say a lot, so it's okay, but take your time and I got you. Anything you ask me, I'm going to have an answer for you, you know, and help whoever's listening yeah, to man. understand down them. Your life is on you. You have to stop blaming your, my mom doesn't support me. She wants me to get a job. Of course, because your mom's probably, her dreams were crushed and she just settled for life also. If you have people around you who have settled for life, it's hard to push your dream they can't see. Mm-hmm. And that's it, man. You're going to be, you're going to be spending more energy trying to explain your dream and your vision to, you know, your family and your friends than actually going out and doing it. Or getting emotionally upset because they don't support you and slamming it and fuck it. Find some people who do support you. Welcome to the game of life. Are your parents providing three hots and a cot? 
then you're good. So you're gonna get a meal. Now go out in the world and figure it out. Line up with people. I hear people complain all day and they're complainers. And I feel people that don't complain, they focus on the problem, on the solution, because there's always gonna be problems in life. Welcome to the game of life. That's it. You understand? That's it, man. It's about what adapting. I mean, Charles Darwin said it best, man. Adapt and overcome. You know, it's about being efficient with, with what we're Adapt doing. And or fucking die. Yeah, man. Evolve or fucking die, man. That's it. Amen. So, like, I mean, I guess, you know, you, you've had some experience 25 years, you're mentioning, and you've seen the transition between the business, um, you know, just the whole music industry, obviously the world as well. And now moving into this new era, I guess you could say, what are you thinking, man, for like, you know, your strategy to, to get to that next level? I've been, again, I've helped develop Pitbull. I've done a lot of things. So as far as myself, I don't really necessarily, I think I'm at the level. My, 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 my thing is to help educate and empower these young artists. That's my goal. Besides, I have a new video and single I'm dropping December 4th. I don't stop providing content. Uh, as the president of Adventure Music, I used to tell people, I'm not only the president, I'm also a member. I'm constantly showing the artists. If you go to my Instagram page, you notice I'm constantly working, dropping, understanding, because it's the only way uh, I can teach, right? So uh, I, I'm almost like a football coach who still plays. Do you understand? Yeah, man. So if you don't, I'll show you. don't know, watch watch me do it. Ah, but you know, I just put in the work. Preach and no practice, man. No one's handing you out shit in this world. You know, I have four kids, three grandkids. I'm an old guy. I've been in the game. If I tell you my age, you probably won't believe it, but I've been around. And I tell anyone that I can speak to is the formula of life is simple. Stay positive, work hard, be good to others. Like it's a simple formula. Some of us want our dreams to come true that when we see the next guy who we feel is less talented, something happened. We're hating on him. Ah, oh, he's fucking whack. Why did he make it? Ah. And then you start realizing he lined up with the right DJ or his cousin knows someone and made a call because they want to support. You understand? Yeah, man. So it's like, stop complaining. Um, if this is, I've been doing this for over 25. I'm going to do it till I die. So this is what I love to do. Passion, man. Everyone goes through their shit, bro. And, and you know, you can say, oh, like, you can compare someone's, you know, what someone went through to what someone else went through. But at the end of the day, you can't get into someone's mind. You don't know what they were going through. You don't know what was before the pressure before that happened. And then, you know, that boiling point or that tipping point, I guess you could say. Um, so at the end of the day, yeah, man, the more we focus on other people, the more we rob ourselves. The game of life. I look at it like this. I, I like baseball analogies, football analogies, and American football. I know it's soccer. But let's say baseball. I don't know if you follow baseball. I don't know. A little bit, man. Not really. Let's say in uh, uh, what, what sport? What, what, what can I kind of give you where you say any sport? And that, but baseball, you get up to bat. It's just you and the pitcher, right? There are nine players, right? When you're, when you're on offense, that means you're batting. Then they have nine guys on the field with gloves trying to stop the ball. But the key is there's eight guys waiting for you to bat. When you go up to bat, you're either going to get a base hit, a home run, or you're going to strike out, right? So if you strike out, that means you don't get anything. You have to go sit down again and wait for the other eight guys to come up before you get another chance. And I kind of analyze the game of life. Go up, take a swing. But if you strike out, you don't take the uniform off the bat, walk off the fucking field and say, I'm done. You go sit your ass back down and you figure out what went wrong. And when you get your shot again, you take a swing and try to go to the fences. So, you know, the game of life is you're going to fail. I've probably failed more than anyone's ever tried. But I'm not afraid of failing because yeah, I know I'm going to fucking hit that home run eventually yeah. and go. So, you know, that's the key. If you fail, to, if you're not confident in yourself, if you're afraid to fail, some people 
are so afraid to fail they don't even fucking try. That's sad. Man, ASAP Rocky said this like a couple months ago. He's like, you know, people are fucking laughing at motherfuckers for, for doing something, trying some shit. He's like, since when was trying? Like, what's wrong with trying, man? Like, like exactly. what? You're a fucking loser for not trying something? So what, man? In everything you it, try in the beginning, losers, you're going to be going to look stupid, man. You know, when you, I mean, I was honestly, man, I was thinking about this last night. And I was like, look, any skill realistically takes 30 years to, to get really fucking good at, you know? And I'll give you the example of when oh, we're born, oh, right? Our muscles. Yeah, our muscles, bro. They don't fully develop until we're 25, 30 years of age, you know? And that's through constant walking. That's through, you know, fucking crawling, falling over, right? Running, getting like practicing for 25, 30 years. And then when we get into our 25s, you know, our late, 20s early 30s we're in our prime our muscles and, and it's everything else a skill takes 20 years to fucking master yes and 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 the, the interesting thing is that besides the physical stuff you were saying the main muscle and the main is the brain is how you think you know we're creatures of habit and the key word i wanted to say there's repetition a guy who wants to be a great basketball player has to take shots every day a guy who wants to so it's about repetition you want to be a great artist but you have two fucking records why don't you have 50 records because you're not in the studio well, i don't have money for studio. Well, go get some fucking money well i don't know well then you're gonna have to rob a do something sell some drugs figure it the fuck out right a good get a job if you're young you don't have any kids you're home with mom there's no reason you shouldn't be working a nine to five a part-time at night and weekends and saving your bread to get if you have a go. If not, you're just sitting home complaining and ah, and that's and they're gonna take L's in life. So yeah. life really about accepting responsibility, about attitude, right, and persistence. Man. Right. I'm gonna leave you with this. There's a key word also: patience. The most patient one will stay with the entire kingdom. Right. Patience so that's pays, mate. It. that's it. That's it. You know, because if right now. I invite you, you invite, I fly out to Australia. I say, listen, when I get out there, I'm going to bring these special tomato seeds I have. We're going to plant a tomato garden in your backyard like the narrow fuck it. Let's go. I that fly in. good, man. That sounds solid. Check it out. I fly in with my seeds. You're like, don't worry. I already set up a spot. We get some beers. We get up early, 11 in the morning, 10 in the morning. We start planting the seeds, plowing. We line everything up. Takes a few hours. Now the garden is set, right? Just seeds on the ground. We water it, have a few beers. And then all of a sudden, uh, that happened on Sunday. Monday, Sunday night, I go back to my hotel. Monday morning, I call you and I say, where the fuck are my tomatoes? What would you tell me? We just planted the seeds yesterday. Yeah, man. We just planted We got to wait three months. And that's what people do. They plant the seed and they want the result the next day. Bro, that's that's the fucking quote in my Facebook bio. The day you Listen, plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Exactly. Because you know why? You have to let nature take its course, my brother. Amen. Amen. You got to water it every day. You plant the idea in your brain and then you go and make an action every day. You know what you have to do every day for those tomatoes to grow? You have to water it. Water them. it. Let it get sun. Okay. So that, and then nature's taking its course. And the same thing with, uh, with the, the idea in your brain. Water it by doing an action every day and not a negative one. I have situations in business deals like now. I'm like, fuck, how am I going to get these 100 grand? I got to make some calls. I don't be like, ah, it's over. I can't get the 100 grand. I'm done. No. 
I got to go get it. I got to get this project done. I'm going to figure it out. It might take me now, instead of three weeks, it might take me three months to get the money, but I'm getting the fucking money. And that's just the attitude that you have to have. It's real. You got to shift that attitude from I can't to how can I? And um, it's, it's, I, have, it's, I have a manifestation I say every day. I'm happy, healthy, wealthy, wise, and successful. Money comes fast and easy. Abundance is all around me. I am truly blessed. I am happy, healthy. What well, I say that 21 times every morning. 21? Bro, 21 is my lucky number. That's a fucking, that's, that's insane. All <laughs> numbers. It is, it is. You look at Nikola Tesla, and I mean, man, you look at, I mean, our business is all about the power of three, man. Like, unlocking our third eye, man. That's the simplest way I can put it. You know what I mean? Unlocking our, our intuition, creativity. And um, yeah, man, being able to understand that. that I can look into is at the strip club, the girl's third eye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's got a couple of eyes, bro. <laughs> no, when she bends over, there's only one eye looking back. <laughs> Oh man, um, bro, this has been insane. I want to ask you one quick question before we before we go. If you could go back and tell your eighteen year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Wow, that's a great question. Your life's gonna be all right, Billy. Yeah, man, I love it. I fucking that's love what, it, bro. I look back and I realize we all have our journey and our story. Before we close, is to say. We all have a destiny to fulfill. You know, I have a book that I'm finishing. It took me 11 years. I'm finishing the audio book. It's called The Formula, 16 Lessons. And, and, and one of the things that I'm saying is that we all have a destiny to fulfill. And, you know, your purpose on earth is to find your destiny and fulfill it. And then, then you can go back. So, you know, at the end of the day, figure that out. When you're young, you're trying to achieve everything life has to offer right away. And it shouldn't be like that. Slow down one year at a time, one day at a time. I tell my young guys, just get through the day, brother. We, we, tomorrow hasn't showed up for anyone. Mm-hmm. Just through today. And uh, today can be, if today it was a t- tough day, if you heard some bad news, then tomorrow can be better. If you expect great things in your life, then only great things can show up. And when something negative, you'd be like, oh, that wasn't for me. Something better is coming. Sure. And that's what I want to put on. At the end of the day, I don't care if you're trying to be a rapper or you know, a drill sergeant, a teacher, a football player. We all have dreams. We all going somewhere. Everyone's moving, trying to do something, and um, don't compete. I'll create people. Show love. Be loyal. Show respect. Respect your parents. Respect people around you, and um, and love yourself more than anyone else can love yourself. And uh, and you can have a great life. You can. Respect. It is what it is. We all have an expiration date, so focus on living because we're all gonna die. That's how the movie ends, by the way. Everyone fucking dies. Everyone fucking dies. Man, get that shit tatted on your face, on your arm, write it on your bedroom wall, write it on your mirror, man. Look at that every single morning because truly no one gets out of this game of life alive. To think that you will, mate, you're crazy. No one gets out. This is the only opportunity. This is the opportunity that we have been waiting for, that we want, that we chose to incarnate into. Understanding that there is no tomorrow. The only moment that we ever have is this moment right now. This exact moment. We have to use that moment, man. It's the only opportunity that we have. Much love. Love you all. One love. Peace.